Hey, this is Chase Barber. And I'm Jordan Willie. We're two blue-collar boys doing some blue-collar interviews. Welcome to blue-collar interviews. How's your week been, Jordan? Ah, it's been pretty busy. Uh, we got a quite a bit of snow here on Monday, so I wasn't very happy with that. Kind of slows down the landscaping week, but uh, made up for it with some tree removal jobs. How about you? Oh, right on. Uh, yeah, it got really warm here. We got like 26, 30-degree weather, and it turned everything to mud. We rolled one trailer and we took out the front axle on one truck. That we went into the pain. corduroy. Yeah, where you, you lay like just garbage logs down under the road and then cover it with mud so that you can kind of drive over it as like a makeshift swamp mat. And the truck just sunk in the mud right before going onto the corduroy and it just took out the front axle. So where's He's, where's the grader operator? What's going on there? I don't know. It just took the week off. It, it feels like it. I feel like a grader is just a really expensive lawn ornament. <laughs> just sitting like, there all week. Yeah, you spend half a million bucks and then you just sit there and look at it. And you're like, whoa, we spent way too much money on this thing. Can't put hours on. Got to think about that resale value. <laughs> I guess so. Um, I've seen a few snaps from you this week. Are you having a little bit of a feud with the guy? What, what's going on there? Feud with a guy? No. With the, an older driver who doesn't like you calling out your empty miles. What's going on with that? Oh, yeah. I got into a fight with another driver on uh, yesterday. Oh, just, you know, I can't stand crotchety old fucks. Like, <laughs> you know those people that just take the job way too seriously and they're just grumpy and hate life? Anyways, I always meet the, we're working with another logging contractor. And he's like an owner operator with those guys, not associated with our company. So, um, normally I meet the first couple trucks rated. I meet one guy at zero, then I meet the next guy at six, and then the next guy at 12. Well, I pull on and say, empty truck up at zero. I don't hear anything. That's weird. Normally someone says, good morning, Chase. And you say, good morning, and all that. And so I, I don't hear anything. And I keep going, empty truck up at two. Still don't hear anything. Okay. Empty truck. Uh, at that point, I heard another guy, the crotchety guy, he called empty starting up at zero. And like, okay, empty truck up at four. Still don't hear anything. And then all of a sudden that guy's like, shut the fuck up. Empty trucks don't have to call kilometers. That's not the way we do it, which is the way we do it. We just call both ways until somebody hears each other and just say, oh, yeah, here I am. I, th- I think that's the best way to do it, especially on a switchback, but all right. Yeah, a narrow logging road. It's like yeah. it's not Alberta. <laughs> that's an Alberta thing. Anyways, so I call in. At that point, I'm like, oh, well, fuck this guy because, you know, not just – Shut the fuck up. Empties should be seen like children. They should be seen and not heard. So I'm like, okay, four and a, empty four and a half up, empty five up, empty five and a half up, empty <laughs> six up. Uh, <laughs> and then, just pushing them. Oh, yeah. So then all of a sudden, like when I call six, he gets on the radio and he's like, loaded truck down at seven. You better clear right there. Just fucking with me. I know he's fucking with me because there's obviously no truck there and it's him. Um, so I pull over onto the side of the road because I'm running early. Like I'm like a half hour early heading up there. So uh, he pulls out and he pulls in front of me. So I pull right behind him and we're in the middle of the night, like 3 a.m. So my headlights are driving him nuts. So uh, he pulls over. He's like, you're going to follow me with those fucking lights. Just go in front. Not shut the fuck up. Damn. So I'm running early. So I'm like, okay, I've got like a half hour to kill. He's heading up to a different loading block. So I start doing five kilometers an hour, 10 kilometers an hour. He turns on his high beams. Like, hurry the fuck up. What the fuck are you doing going so slow? I'm like, oh, so I flick on my backup lights. And I'm like, oh, man, I got power mirrors. I could just, oh, look at that. No high beams. Don't bother me. Losing his fucking shit. 
And he, he just, you fucking son of a bitch, just cursing me out. So I hate this. I hate that attitude of like, let's, you know, and I'll fuck that, with somebody. I will totally fuck with somebody because now I'm having fun. I've got a half hour to kill. So if you fuck with me, I'll just fuck back way harder and I'm better at it. Oh, yeah. And that, what a grumpy guy, though. Holy oh, yeah. And now I start calling roads. every quarter kilometer up at nine, <laughs> up at nine and a quarter, up at nine and a half, up at nine and three quarters, losing his fucking mind. So uh, he finally gets out there. He speeds her past me in a pullout. He gets in front of me, slams on the brakes. He's like, you want to go? I'll fucking hop out of this truck and kick your ass. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking bring it. Fucking kick your ass. And I like, I open my door like I'm hopping out. And he comes back at the truck and he's, he's getting up to the nose of my truck. I just start backing up slowly down the logging road as he's chasing down the road after me. He fucking <laughs> runs up the road chasing me and I'm just keep backing up, yelling taunts out the window. Finally, he has to walk all the way the fuck back to his truck and then he fucks off. Uh, yikes. Well, that sounds pretty eventful. It was hilarious. It was so fucking funny. Like, just uh, don't yeah, take yeah. life so seriously. Relax a little bit. Enjoy it. I I don't know. People people get like that. But oh, uh, just... that was a pretty great start to the episode. We should probably bring on our guest here. Yeah, yeah. We got uh, Sheila, or she's known on TikTok. It was chaos. Hey, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. How are you doing today, Sheila? I'm doing pretty good. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know how to follow up after all that. <laughs> well, you must have had some times where you've had a fight or just screwed around with another driver. Like, I know you've screwed around with other drivers. Well, I've definitely screwed around with other drivers. But, I mean, you know, like putting the uh, student driver sticker on my, my co-worker's truck. Yeah. You put a student driver sticker on the back of somebody else's <laughs> truck? One of my coworkers has uh, has had a good run of bumping into things with his truck lately, and I figured I'd offer him a little bit of help. And I had an extra magnet laying around from my stepson going through driver's ed, so I uh, stuck it to his trailer for him. Well, that was nice of you. <laughs> then other traffic will know. That's if you're being thoughtful, hit, exactly. If he's I'm been hitting stuff. Favor. I think he earned it. <laughs> exactly. It's it's just trying to help people out, give them a fair warning and a fair chance. Stay out of the way. Exactly. <laughs> How long did it take him to notice? Oh, not very long. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know some dri- better though. Yeah, I don't know. I know some drivers that you could probably slap something on the back of their truck, and it'll be like a week before they finally walk around and look at their equipment. <laughs> well, I, br- I, I got I got outed because one of my other other coworkers caught me doing it. So, yeah. Oh, you ruined the fun. I would have went along. With I that. know. I know. I don't understand it. Oh, like that's the thing is like you can just people don't realize that you can just order things online like magnetic decals and you can stick whatever order whatever you want for the back of a trailer. You really can. Like the ones that say, you know, this truck identifies as a Prius and isn't subject to DOT, you know? <laughs> yeah. I'd, I'd get a good one going that says, you know, I hate DOT or fuck CVS. Oh, yeah. Fuck the that's, police that's, that's and a exact... giant magnetic decal on the back of someone's <laughs> truck. That is a guaranteed inspection. Yeah, that's exactly what I need. Not in a million mile Volvo. I don't need. I don't need all that trouble. Oh, what I always used to do is my favorite decal. You know those company uh, safety ones, like "How's my driving? Call this number." I used to make my own up as a magnetic decal I could throw on the back of the trailer that says "How's my driving? Call this number," and I'd put my own phone number on the back. That way, oh when somebody God. phones in to complain about you, you can tell them to go fuck themselves. 
<laughs> well, if it's your own truck, I, I think that would be pretty effective. <laughs> well, no, it's even more effective if you put it over top of the existing company safety vehicle, because then your company safety department doesn't get a complaint and you can tell someone to fuck off. That's a win-win. <laughs> well, see, I got that small company benefit. My, my boss has no interest in putting her phone number on the truck. Oh, nice. Want to complain, you're going to have to do some research to get a hold of her. <laughs> Really got to work for it. So you, you know it's a good complaint that they put in the time yeah. and effort. Yeah, because they had to actually go and Google that one, figure it out. Oh, yeah. Oh, right on. So what, how did you get into trucking? What made you want to drive? Oh, gosh. Do you want do you want the long version or the short version? How much life story do you want in this it's podcast? It's a podcast, <laughs> not a TikTok. We got time. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll add to this question quick there. Before the trucking, whereabouts are you from? And then into the trucking. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. What, what part of the world yes. am I from? Okay. Born and raised in Chicago. Um, I lived in Arkansas for about five years, which is basically where the birth of my trucking career came. Um, I'm one of those reformed people in life. I made a few poor decisions and I went to prison for oh, wow. a year. And yeah. Jordan's learning a lot of new yeah. things today. Hey, I'm glad you're <laughs> Yeah, right? Well prior, well, prior to any of that goofiness, I was actually in the medical field. Um, I'm certified in phlebotomy, EKG, certified CNA, and I was a nursing student. And uh, fun fact, when you become a felon, you lose your medical licensing. So just sitting there trying to decide what my next step was in life, I was like, well, let me try trucking. Because it was something I had an interest in when I was younger, but... I was younger, younger, and you can't cross state lines under 21, things like that. And I'm like, so I forgot all about it. And I decided to revisit it. And here I am. You can't cross state (laughs) lines if you're under 21? Correct. Um, In the States, you can get your CDL at 18, but you can't cross state lines until you're 21. Although I've seen a couple articles recently where a couple, they're they're talking about changing that due to the driver shortage. So in the U.S., You can join the army at 18. They'll send you a truck, send you to Afghanistan hauling explosives. And they're like, yeah, that's no problem. He's 17. He can haul explosives in Afghanistan. Hey, can he cross over from Arkansas to Alabama? Fuck no. That would be ridiculous. (laughs) Pretty much. It's America, America. So, do you know? Do you know how that would work with Canadian drivers? Like, what if, like, we get our license here? We can get it at 18 as well. Could we? Like, does it matter for us? Like, if we go through the states, are they gonna have a problem with that? I mean, are you guys a lot? I, I don't know how that would work. I would make. I I don't do any international travel. Um, Canada doesn't like my kind. Put it that way. Um, <laughs> um, so I don't actually know. I would almost assume that you guys, if you were an eighteen-year-old Canadian driver, I would almost think you wouldn't be able to. I'm just gonna go on a limb here, and because it's the U.S., just assume that no, no, you can't. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Unless you pay a bunch of money, maybe special permits. I, that I, sounds I, like I, how yeah. American freedom works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> International trucking is definitely not my specialty. I'm still a rookie. I, I, I know the Midwest pretty well. well I got that I mean, covered. I feel but... <laughs> like you said from Chicago. That's basically like driving in a war zone anyways. I feel like you get experience really quick. You really do. And I mean, I, and I'm a local driver, so I'm spoiled. I'm home every night. I don't work weekends generally. Um, but I do spend a good portion of my day in reverse versus forward. So <laughs> I definitely get extra dock experience. It keeps me busy. Traffic is hell. The people in Chicago are super aggressive drivers. Like you have to be a good driver to survive in Chicago. Uh, sorry, 
Chase kind of dipped on it there, but in Chicago, I don't know, maybe it's just a reputation it has. You must see the, you must <laughs> see some stuff. You, it, I think it's more the reputation. Now you do see some stuff in the city, not as much as a truck driver. You got to get off the highways to see the good goods. Like if you want to see people walking around and naked, you know, naked in the alleyway or something, <laughs> you're not going to see that from the highway. You got to get out onto the streets. Yeah, for that but stuff. you must go into the local <laughs> things. So is it like? I don't know. I feel like we might be like Canadians talking like how Americans do but like, isn't Canada full of snow and bears all the time? But we're like, isn't Chicago full of like shootings and like a war yeah, zone? That's what I'm thinking of. <laughs> well, you're not entirely wrong. Um, one, I, I really try to avoid doing much delivering in the city itself. I do on occasion. Um, I've never witnessed a shooting. I've never witnessed any violence. You do get some very aggressive beggars on your street corners, though. They will, like, climb up on your truck to try to ask for money. Um, they will be directly in front of your truck on city streets with their cardboard signs, okay, so things like that. a lot of beggars, because, like, I found that those really went away in Canada because nobody has cash anymore. We've gone to basically a cashless society in Canada, and that has just wiped out beggars. Because, <sighs> like, you can't be a beggar and be like, you got any money? And then whip out an ATM machine. Yeah, do you take credit cards? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I take Visa. <laughs> oh, here's my square reader. You know? Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I don't know. I mean, for the most part, I would think it's the same here. I couldn't tell you unless I have a specific reason to carry cash. Like I bought something on Facebook. I don't carry cash myself either. I just don't feel secure in it. So, I, I mean, maybe people still have spare change in their cars here and there. I mean, we, we do have a massive homeless population in Chicago. It's definitely an epidemic. I mean, there's tent cities under major viaducts in the city. Oh. They're constantly evicting homeless people. I guess they, you say evicting because they do periodically go through and shut down these quote unquote I was going to say, how do you evict and... a homeless person? <laughs> what are you evicting them from? <laughs> locate, basically. Yeah, yep. them like, You're <laughs> getting this Coleman the fuck out of here, buddy. Yeah, we're taking your home from you. I'm homeless. <laughs> right. It's like, y'all know, you got to put your tent somewhere else. Like, And, and I, I don't envy a homeless person in Chicago. I mean, in the stint of my nasty background, I spent a couple months homeless, but I had a truck to sleep in. But that was in Arkansas. We had warm weather. We didn't have a winter oh, to deal yeah. with. So, like, I don't understand that. Like, I, Jordan's from Winnipeg, and Winnipeg has homeless people. I'm not from Winnipeg. I have, I live a few hours from You're Winnipeg. You're from Manitoba. Manitoba is only there Winnipeg, and the, the rest it's is frozen not... wasteland. Okay. See, I know nothing about Canadian geography. I'm an uneducated American. I mean, I know there's Canada. I know, I know where Quebec is. What's the capital of Canada? Crap! I knew that answer and I forgot. Uh, that's okay. We won't. I, I don't know the capital of most of the rest states either. So, I, I, the, like, seriously, one of the only Canadian cities I can name is like Montreal, and it's terrible. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, America, though, has weird capital cities. Like, it's always the smallest town in the U.S., in the state that's a capital city. You're like, what's the, uh, like, it, it makes oh, right. no sense. Why isn't it like, what's the capital of California? Oh, it must be Los Angeles. That's the big city. No, it's some little podunk town in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> I swear, if you asked every American what the capital of Illinois is, I bet you a lot of them would actually I think would, it's Chicago. Because that's when people think of Illinois, they think of Chicago. They're synonymous, not Springfield, which is you know three hours further south. <laughs> well, it's it's the home of Abraham Lincoln. We've got that going for us. Okay. I guess. <laughs> oh, so you wait? What's a 
the capital of Canada. I know I knew, oh, what, but I don't know one? now. Sorry, I missed that. What Ottawa. is the capital of Canada? Which Ottawa. Made Thank no you. Okay, sense. we have an Ottawa. Like, it's the same way. Like, <laughs> Ottawa is this town like four hours, five hours north of Toronto, and like way east of Montreal. And basically, they're like, should the capital be Toronto or Montreal? And like back in the 1800s, they're trying to decide. 1700s are like, what's the capital gonna be? And then the Queen Victoria just came over and be like, threw a dart on the map, and be like, this shithole way up north. That's the new capital. She's like, the French were fighting with the English. She's like, the capital should be in the English side. No, the capital should be in the French side. And the queen's like, fuck you. It's in the middle of nowhere. You can both get fucked. Well, it's probably safer that way because, you know, they're going to attack the big cities first more than likely. So by the time they actually get to the capital, they're probably, the troops have been thinned oh, out by that point. strategy. I like it. <laughs> Put bodies in front of them. Ugh. So what's the craziest thing you've ever seen trucking? (laughs) Well, I mean, and I've only been trucking for two and a half years and my exposure is fairly limited, but, oh God, how do I explain it? I mean, everybody has definitely had their like drive by like weirdos that you see doing things in their car. Um, I I haven't had one of those. You guys don't get that in Canada? Not overly. there's like the drive-by what? masturbators. Oh, um, th- that's a thing. And in this particular, oh, it's a very big thing. Like people, people seem to love to do that while driving. <laughs> um, like I got into trucking hoping to maybe see boobs because I always heard rumor that you know people showed you their no, boobs. No, that's an old thing. They're all on. That hasn't just, happened. They realize yet. that they can just show their boobs on OnlyFans and get paid for it. So now they don't show them to random truckers for it, yeah. anymore. Like the internet exists, <laughs> and that's worth way more <laughs> exactly. than exactly. I know it's it's. <laughs> No, that was like what I imagined trucking being, and I'm a little bit disappointed, but I'm still rolling. I'm still rolling, but okay, so I'm on the interstate, and I'm in the second lane. I've got a pickup truck in the third lane who keeps basically playing tag with me, speeding up, slowing down, speeding up, slowing down. I'm like, what is this guy doing? I look over and down, and there he is in all his glory, and it's obviously he's done this before. I mean, okay, he's going to town. And he just keeps going and going, speeding up, slowing down. By like the fourth time he goes to pass me again, now he's got something covering it because I'm guessing he's almost done. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, I I actually tried to get a picture of it because you could see all the detail pretty freaking well. I'm like, this guy just no give a fuck, none whatsoever. And most American drivers will probably tell you we have stories of highway masturbator I, I have never seen a highway masturbator and i've been driving 12 years <laughs> well see maybe canada is not better in every way i mean we have you know, the <laughs> road Man, maybe, Chase. i know and i haven't seen any of the roadhead or the you know i haven't gotten to see any of that like the you know couple action yet but i know plenty of drivers that have <laughs> Chase, maybe that old guy's so grumpy at you because he can't get it done in the morning. Maybe. <laughs> that could be the problem. That will definitely put anyone in a bad mood. I think, I think that's half the problem with most truck drivers, you know? <laughs> that's why American truckers are a little bit more grumpy. They're just dealing with people constantly jerking off next to them. Ah. They, they do. One of my coworkers had the same issue. Like, this guy was actually intentionally following her in the truck and looking up at her while he was playing with himself at highway speeds. She actually called the Indiana State Police I feel Police like all you him. need to do is just move your truck over to the left. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, 
just get a video on him of like him just jerking off, and then just okay. cut the video out because you don't record this for evidence. But then just cut the wheel hard, push him onto the shoulder. <laughs> and he'd be like, "Why did he hit the ditch? That trucker ran me off the road." And you'd be like, "No, he was jerking off going down the road. No cop is gonna believe that you intentionally ran him into the ditch. You just ran him into the ditch and say he was baiting a little too hard, got a little too excited and swerved." As long as you make sure nobody around you with proof of otherwise, because around here, if an accident happens with a truck involved, the cop is almost always going to lean towards it being the truck driver's fault. Oh, right. Yeah, you guys have other people thing. on the road that would see you do that. We, we have I traffic. I keep forgetting about Real that. traffic. I mean, <laughs> like, I, I couldn't, there, at no point in day do I drive on any of our highways and see less than... 20 or 30 cars at any given point in time and that's it three oh my o'clock God, in the morning I've even ever so. seen 20 cars on the road at the same time in the last month of driving that's got to be amazing though it, it is it's, it's great maybe that's also why we're a little bit happier we're not dealing with traffic and maybe that's why we don't have the road baiters because there's just no people to see it that's i mean you know and you wouldn't think they would do that in heavy traffic but no i think sometimes i think they maybe kind of want somebody to see at the same time or Maybe they just had a long commute and needed a way to stay awake. That's, I that seems really like super <laughs> short-sighted if you're doing that to stay awake. Because, like, I don't know about you, but, like, I get really, really nappy after. So, like, that's going to keep me really awake for five minutes and then really, really nappy for 20. <laughs> He's like, it'll keep me awake, but not for <laughs> like, long. <laughs> and if We're pulling I'm over one way or another. my destination, <laughs> I can probably push through. If I'm a half hour away, that's just poor for his uh, porter <laughs> foresight. Oh my god! Well, I mean, the one, the guy that I saw it, it was obviously equipped for the fact that he does this frequently, just based on everything he had going on there. This wasn't his first time, I and mean, it wasn't just a on a whim. Routine, I guess. <laughs> Right. Wake up, brush your teeth. Who knows? Car, maybe it work. works for him. He gets rubbing out real quick on the. He's just in a really good mood. I like maybe that works. I don't know. Right. It, it could work. Get that little serotonin oh, boost on your way into the office. So <laughs> much. Your secretary wearing the short skirts all day long. Oh, yeah, you're well you composed. You walk in, you're all happy, you're relaxed. <laughs> the secretary with the short skirt doesn't work yap anymore. Yeah. Exactly. You just get everyone. It's a program, apparently. Like, Bill's so chill. <laughs> Bill's just enjoying his commute to work. He's always smiling. Employee of the month. He's always in a great mood. He's so kind to everybody. <laughs> You know what, I guarantee you, it's probably going to be much more of a worse problem when the self-driving cars really come out. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Oh, my God. Like, that is a terrifying heard, thought. It really is. Although some people, it's probably I've an improvement. so many things it's... about like, people worrying, like, self-driving cars aren't going to know about construction zones and how do they deal with bad weather. And like, No one's talking about the real issue of self-driving cars. How many people are going to be jerking off going down the road because they've got nothing else to do with their hands? That's the issue I want to talk. Nobody ever really does talk about the real issues. That's the problem. Media always just over-sensationalizes the more minor concerns. It's what it does. That's what we really need to be discussing. <laughs> we, we are about ready. We should probably move on. <laughs> Poor Jordan. <laughs> oh, boy. But... It's too early. Well, it's hey, too early. It, it uh, needed to be talked about because, again, me and Chase didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, this... So. You learn something new oh, every day. Okay, so I, we just just hard change. There's no one even gonna got to be a segue at this point. What would be your dream trucking job? Yeah, like, the the job that you would like anywhere in the world you could go to and try out. What would you try? Oh God, 
Honestly, it would be pulling like road trains in Australia. I think a lot of people have said that, yeah. Um, but otherwise I'm I'm just kind of at that phase where I couldn't even tell you exactly what my dream is. It's it's more in the bigger is better. I would love to get into oversize. I love seeing the trucks driving around that are hauling the fan blades for the windmill farms and stuff. I think that stuff is so cool. Um Eventually, I do want my own truck, but I'm hoping I kind of explore all the facets of trucking by then to know what I want to do with it. Like, I want to try tanker. I want to try flatbed. I'm going to just kind of explore it a little Mm. bit and have fun with it. I mean, if everybody, I mean, yeah, and I've got dream trucks. If I I won the lottery and I could get both of them. What's the dream uh, truck? Oh, God. My my TikTok reputation is on the line when I say this, but um, a 379 Peterbilt. I also have a love affair with a uh, K100 cab oh, over yeah, Aerodyne. Oh, cab overs are slick. Oh, my God. And if I won the lotto, I'd probably have to get more W9 and the K100 because then they would kind of be matching and I'd just be kind of worked out at that point. But, I mean, when I got into trucking, my the image in my head of trucking is a Peterbilt 379. Long nose truck. I'm all about black. I'm not one of them chrome kind of girls. Tiny bit of chrome for some accents. That's about nice. it. <laughs> My Volvo girl reputation. Yeah, it, is it's funny. It's like I think we, we've only talked to one person who's like, you know what I'd really love? Volvo. <laughs> I have no complaints about my truck, and honestly, it it would depend on what aspect of it I'm getting into. I mean, if from a financial standpoint, does it make more sense to own a Volvo? Probably we, the fuel economy, things of that nature. We've yeah. done like a, a pump up session for Volvo before, though. They definitely have their benefits. It's just the looks is when it's it's just not there. Yeah, they are not a showstopper in the beauty department, none whatsoever. But is it a fact that they have the best turn radius in the industry? Sure, the fuck is. I can get that Volvo into spots that you can't really, you're going to fight with any of these other trucks to get into it. Yeah, it's a day cab, so it's a little bit different, but I've driven other day cabs that can't handle oh, turns that, like that truck can. That's cab over comes in. I mean, Those cab overs can really turn and get in there with their short wheelbases. Oh, I'm sure they can. I've, I've never actually driven one. That's my, my love for those oh, is purely awful. on uh, aesthetics. I, I love the <laughs> like, way they look. They're awful. I'm sure they are. <laughs> there is a reason why everyone in the mid-90s was like, oh, fuck this shit. Well, see, and I would actually be curious to get my hands on more, one of the Australian-produced K-series, because they're still producing them, which, in, in my opinion, means it's probably going to have upgraded features. They've probably worked on the comfort of it a little bit versus, you know, when you're in the 70s and 80s model ones. That's a, that's a good point. Yeah, I guess and I've I don't, only but... driven, like, a 1970s old cab over, and you've probably got to compare that to 70s trucks. Exactly. Yeah, I bet you it's a right. little quieter now. Now they've yeah, I'm sure they've put a little thought and consideration into the driver features, I've, the I've comfort of it, things of that nature. And... And, like they're really, really nice. Like European trucks have nothing on a Volvo for like our comfort. People are like Volvos are so comfortable over here. Like no, 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 our Volvos are shit. If you compare it to a European Volvo, it's like it's no, it's like oh, driving a I'm Bentley sure. down the road. Like there's no road noise. It's super smooth. Like, <laughs> I'm so fucking bored. <laughs> yeah, I never do I never do get bored in mine. I mean, granted it's it's a million mile Volvo. It could probably use a little tightening in the suspension and whatnot, but I kinda I kinda laugh because a lot of my whole reputation is teasing Peterbilt guys on TikTok and I very often get a comment saying, you know, I couldn't handle a long hood and 
what I've yet to figure out is what there's not to hand. I mean, those things drive themselves straight down the road. I mean, you try driving a Volvo day cab with 45 grand behind you. It's like a rodeo. Like, yeah. You're just fucking I never all got over that. the People 45. Because they, they couldn't handle the long hood. You're like, it's not that hard, guys. No, it pretty much handles itself. Set it on cruise. Go make yourself a sandwich. Come back. You'll probably be in the same lane you left it in. I, I love Volvo, that, like, no, the you'd be in a ditch. Peterbilt guys. But by the, the time hardcore Pete guys always have the same two arguments of like, the Peterbilt's just the most comfortable truck on the road. You can just sit back, relax, and you're like, I don't actually like Peterbilt. Well, you couldn't handle it because it's too much truck. What is it, guys? Is it too much truck or too easy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And they can't, it, it's, it's, it's just, it's got to be all Peterbilt all the way. That's all it, I mean, trust me, I've got half a mind to, hey, get myself a Volvo and trick it out in life and just continue to be the Volvo girl. But, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Life choices. I still have, I'm, I'm still getting started. So you have followers that support the, the Volvo, the support keeping one? I am literally known as the Volvo girl at this oh, point. Wow. And I, I, I am probably, it's kind of interesting because, well, Chase <laughs> brought me a new following that wasn't very fond of my sense of humor. <laughs> my following consists of a lot of Peterbilt guys that are willing to admit that their Peterbilt is overcompensating. I mean, ah, fair. For something. Uh, I should explain um, the video I made uh, about <laughs> Sheila. She had this um, video. That people are still sending links to by the way oh, whenever yeah, someone yeah, uses yeah. that audio okay so for this video sheila made a great point great point of um nobody yeah, gives a nobody fuck about your long nose peter posting pictures of this beautiful truck if you don't have a nice personality to back it up with if you're an asshole and you have a nice truck you're still an asshole and like people might be like interested and be like oh man this guy's got a cool truck i better talk to him and they'll just leave and immediately turn around and be like no he's a dickhead i don't want to talk to him so, like, you got to have something behind the truck. The truck just gets them in the door. So, But I just took the little five exactly. seconds mm-hmm. where she's like, nobody gives a fuck about your long-nosed Peterbilt, and then cut out that if you have a shitty personality behind it. And I just took the... Like, yeah, he, did, he didn't get and the then explanation, took, <laughs> just the first part. Most oh, people yeah, stop listening yeah. anyway, but... posted it to Wheeler Walker's song of, fuck you, bitch, you broke my heart. Oh, my. This yes, is how this yes, friendship, this is our friendship started. Yeah, actually, that's how we met. Yes, that is how it started. Nice. <laughs> and I'm still getting tagged in people that use Chase's sound with their Peterbilt videos. <laughs> because they all know it's me at this point. Did you point. get any hate mail from that? Were people, like, real upset? I actually got the original video reported and taken reported. down. And I had to TikTok to give it back to me. Yes. Wow. That's... It was actually reported under nudity, which is how I know it was reported and not flagged because they did it wrong and i'm like well there's no nudity you should have reported it under harassment and bullying and it might have stuck but you didn't is so. that even harassment or bullying oh people are. people are soft they're they're yeah they really are especially the people boys oh there was so, so much Holy about a lot of things people are like you don't get as good a fuel mileage you might have like a five percent reduction in fuel mileage. fuck you because of all these reasons the peterbilt actually gets good stop defending it and just say i do i don't mind spending a little bit more money to look nice at work mm-hmm. well true look true, at me true. i'm actually really stupid <laughs> you know that's bullshit <laughs> i don't I- I don't know you that yeah, no, very well, like so I don't. I don't know you well enough yet. Everything that's quite successful. So, 
No, it's just starting up. But thank you for the entire pump, Chase. Yeah, I've got a few friends. I've got a couple friends that have like doctorate degrees, and yet they have no common sense. And I've I've always had the saying that you know some of the smartest that people you know out. are also some of the dumbest people you common know. Common sense is not common. No, it's not. Not at all. Yeah. So now that we no, ran off the Peterville audience, we're 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 there's like six guys that are just like fuck yeah. these guys. <laughs> They're trying to. Talk, no, talk. he's like, I need a, I need a bigger sun visor now. I need to compensate. I need a bigger sun visor. Twelve inch, twelve inch. Yeah, there, there's two listeners. The long hood leader that guys that are like, fuck these guys, man. And like, he's just talking to his truck. And be like, no, 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 you're great. You're great. I'm not overcompensating. Hey, we're all talking about how we all love the looks of. Oh them. yeah, like, they're beautiful. And then you know yeah. that there's like one uh, guy in a oh, cab yeah. over in Australia being like, oh, fuck those guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I drove a W9 for about a week of my life. It just kind of happened that way. And was it fun to get in and out of? Was it like cool to say I drove it? Sure as shit was, but I, I, I understood why some people have to stand on their steps to back up the truck. And I'm like, you shouldn't you have to do it. That's too much to back up the truck. I don't, I don't want. They better not. I don't know who this is, but they better not do that. <laughs> Well, you do actually, you, you sometimes have to, depending on what you're cutting to do it. Um, there's no way to see. I, I'm like, okay, I can't see my trailer. I can't see the dock from my mirrors. You go to stick your head out the window. I'm just looking straight at an exhaust stack. I still can't see anything. That's, I'm like, who that, designed that's, this that's when the thing? Dolly it's pretty. Come in, with the round ones going. <laughs> yeah, oh, Dolly Parton is that what those, you call them Dolly Parton ears? I don't know. You I heard Dolly Parton's, yeah, because you know those, those big round convex. Just, yeah. just because they're curvy. Looking in the old yeah, Dolly Parton. Oh. Yeah, looking in the Dolly oh, Parton. I like that. I like to use that now. See, I, I, I don't know. I've never bought dock, so I have no idea what it's actually like <laughs> to back up a dry van trailer into a dock. I'm, yeah, but you I'm a logger. We don't back Stop. off trailers <laughs> like <good>. ever. <laughs> We only go forward. Okay, actually, funny. As long as it stays on the road, though, you're probably, well, I was you know. a Funny story here. I worked with a guy who hauled for the circus. And all the circus loads, they're all meant to be, like, parked and set up. So they're all, like, weird pinto converter dollies. Like, they're not meant to yeah. go in reverse at all. So I worked with this guy who drove for 15, 20 years, got on job site, didn't actually know how to back up. He never had to do it for 15 years of driving because he'd hook onto a pinto. Oh drive forward that's all his job was so when he got on site with the gravel truck no idea what to do had no idea well, like i've always oh, pulled low bed wow. it, one of my trailers have been low bed so i've been like you just wheel in load your machine up and wheel out there's not a lot of like backing up and with a logging truck when we're empty we carry our trailers behind us so when we back up to turn around at the loader or back under the loader we back up just as a body job and not with the trailer on the ground then when you're loaded trailer on the ground you drive straight to the mill and then the mill picks up your trailer and puts it back on the truck and you go off again so like we just don't deal with trailers backing see i i i envy that because then i get well now every friday i'm filling in for our shuttle driver which means and if i broke it down no joke i probably spend more of my day in reverse than i do forward on fridays because i'm driving within a three block radius hitting three different buildings and just dropping and hooking dropping and hooking and yeah, I guarantee you, I spend more time in reverse on so a Friday than I do going about that? Do you like yeah. doing like those shorter little shuttles or like the longer distance? Oh, I can't stand it. I, I like my highways. I like, I do kind of like the in-between. I like the fact my, my daily driving job. I mean, I'm out on the road for probably 10 to 12 hours a day with two, maybe three stops in my day. Um, 
so I'm covering pretty good mileage. So I get the highways. I love the highways. I love getting on the back roads. I love getting off the interstates. Um, and it's I don't have to see any more weirdos. You're not as bad on the back roads. Um, <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. But yeah, I mean, and I, I cover, depending on the day, I can cover up to 500 miles in a day. That's which like isn't bad for a home every night driver so yeah, that's it I, that's that's the driving i like as well is when you're driving not all day because that gets boring or stopping all the time because right. that gets repetitive but you drive for a few hours have a stop yeah exactly stop, a few more hours it's it's the perfect mix and then i can like socialize for a little bit with the people at my docks and then get back yeah. in the truck and be on my own again and like it's good perfect amount of peopling perfect amount of driving it's it's great balance i yeah, actually love the setup i have right exactly now. right <laughs> like i want to do long haul i really want to go out and be like you know what i'd love like to I... see the country and then i'm like oh i don't want to just stare at it like a big four-lane motorway all damn day right like, exactly yeah. it gets to be a bit much. like i mean that's actually my retirement plan like i want to own my own truck and once i'm pretty well set and everything's good instead of buying an rv like most old folks do and all those things do is cost you money i want my truck and i'm gonna be like hey i want to go check out florida so grab a load going to florida park the truck go spend a week in florida all right grab a load going over here now i'm kind of making it money and way more the country sense. it's like the same, same people that say like i want to live <laughs> man like, life and i just want to travel around the country okay but like you could just be a trucker and get paid to do that that right. is the van life and like, <laughs> like i shouldn't have fucking exactly understand. exactly it's the van like, life but you're guys, profiting like, already exists you're not doing anything <laughs> new you're just like we converted our van into a little camper area like that's just a sleeper you're in a sleeper guys <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, like you don't see truckers on basically media, like i just quit my all nine your... to five with the sound of like some wonder wall theme behind them like look how i'm parked at the beach <laughs> okay hold up i wonder if any of those uh van people i wonder if they get card lock cards no they're broke or like petro canada cards or like what, what do you guys do in america Yes, but then they, like, get, what they, the they can go to showers and stuff. I, what do you? What would you guys have in America for that? Um, like a bulk fuel stations where you have showers and everything. Really? Oh, our, well, most of our truck stops have showers. Um, depending I, on where I've you go, depends on how much they cost. Yes. I would not believe that they had showers conveniently available for them. <laughs> I yeah I, well they're 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 not mandatory maybe that's um, what they need like so maybe you know what i'm tired of these e-log regulations we're like we need to restrict driver hours hey like let's just bring out a thing you get an extra hour of drive time if you can prove you've had a shower today frank uh with low bedding and everything we go to a lot of small towns around and i've had a lot of truck stops where it's fuel pumps and a little shack, and those are your showers. So you're going out there, running across the what? parking lot in minus 40, hop into these little showers where you have to use your fuel card to get into the showers. Oh, I've hauled up Fort Nelson to a Nuvik for like a year and a half, yeah. and there is not a single truck stop with a shower. So you're gone for an entire week, and there's not a single shower at any of the card locks or truck stops along the entire route. <laughs> Oof. Well, I mean, a lot of this, I mean, some of the smaller truck stops won't have shower services, but I mean, you catch any major brand one and they're usually scattered pretty well. I mean, you catch a Love, a TA, a Petro, a Pilot, Flying J, most all of those. Have, now, some of them might not be the prettiest of showers. I mean, I did used to stop at one in the middle of Ohio where I had an overnight and 
I would almost rather skip the shower okay, than use their shower. <laughs> so sometimes that is the case, depending on how well I've they keep up on their you know, facilities. So I don't but... even know if I'd want to walk into some of these places and be like, you know what? I should get naked in this building. There's a few <laughs> showers out there that you walk into and it's like, wait, this is a truck stop shower? And there's a few that are just disgusting. But I had one that was all, all tile, nice, like double walking. Walking. It was all, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah, you see some of them, they look like something you'd see in, like, a four- or five-star hotel, oh, not yeah. a truck stop. And then like, some that are, uh, like, you walk in there and you're like, okay, so two or three prostitutes have been murdered in here, but uh, I'll, <laughs> I I'll, I'll make a shower drain. On the shower drain. <laughs> I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, God, God, I hope that's rust. <laughs> See, this is this is why most of the time I'm happy that I'm home every the night. Best I can just use my own shower. And... Yeah, <laughs> some people don't have that option. Kate, okay. have you done much hauling with a sleeper though? Sheila? Um, I used I used to run a little bit more regional, but at most I was ever spending one night a week in my truck. So you didn't like pack like a bunch of road meals and stuff. Nope, I've never had to deal with that. Although um, that's one thing that I've been talking about recently because I do want to make a switch. I'm either looking at Go tanker or I'm looking at yeah, flatbed. I did tanker. Um, it's so boring. You just you drive and then you hook up a hose. And you're like, I guess I'll just stand here and look at nothing for half an hour. <laughs> or make TikToks. For yeah, half an hour, you know? maybe, maybe. Yeah, that was back in the day before TikTok. <laughs> okay, if if you get if you get in with a sleeper ramen is your best friend now call me crazy but you can get little kettles a lot of trucks have enough inverter to power them. and then if you don't want to boil your water you can just eat them like a sandwich just grab a oh ramen God, i thought brick, i was the only one that did that nibbling on it oh let me no it's you awesome cannot, you can't give a person who's been to prison oh. any less ramen i can do things with ramen that you probably don't realize you can do with ramen right. i kind of forgot that minor <laughs> detail <laughs> ramen is life i guarantee i mean i still make like ramen noodle ramen burritos, noodle burrito? burritos burrito. at home nice uh, well you cook up your ramen drain all the liquid out of it add the seasoning add some like chopped up steak if you want some cheese whatever kind of like chopped up meat chicken or steak works um cheese whatever else kind of flavoring you want and you wrap it I'm up gonna in a tortilla and you eat I'm it <laughs> okay call me crazy but i think you should do the ramen burrito do it with one packet cooked and do another packet broken up in there. Just try Oh, it. that's actually the key ingredient is take some like Doritos chips. They have to be Doritos, not like nothing that's going to get soggy on you, like Lay's or whatever. I don't know what you guys have in Canada. Uh, like Lay's or Ruffles, none of that crap. It's got to be Dorito kinds. And you crunch some of them up into your ramen noodle burrito. Oh, man. Because then you got that flavor that sounds good. with it too. Not only do we <laughs> have Lay's, we have Lay's ketchup <laughs> chips. Oh, God, really? Yes. Ooh, that it would be is. good if you ate them it with is. some dill yeah. chips at the same. I feel like ketchup and dill. <laughs> but you can, I mean, you can even make a sandwich out of ramen noodles. Like you take that ramen noodle, open the packet, don't take out the noodles, okay? Put some hot water into the packet. Just let it cook for like a minute or two, just enough to soften, but not be cooked cooked. And then you can open it up and put like tuna salad inside of it, egg salad inside of it, whatever you want. Close it back up and it's literally a handheld ramen I, I, i'm starting to see why you probably went to prison <laughs> just, just taking a ramen. i learned in prison. <laughs> no 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 these ideas are from before no this is all, this is all okay this is all stuff uh, I learned 
go. Let me tell you. That should be criminal. (laughs) That's interesting. Like, I've just only had ramen noodles microwaved in a bowl with the package it comes in. That's the only way I've had ramen. Oh, Chase, that's weak. You've never made, like, big soups out of Not soups, but, like, really got into just throwing No, because the only time I've eaten ramen is, like, oh, I'm in a hurry. I'm too lazy to cook something. So I've never, like, opened a pack of noodles and be like, I'm going to make some gourmet shit with this. Because I would (laughs) have just made gourmet shit with something other than it. Okay, hold up. No judging. Cookbooks, okay? Here's an easy one for everyone out there, too. Well, everyone, the five listeners. (laughs) But if you do ramen, drain water. Chipotle mango spice, uh, soy sauce, and a little bit of butter. That's just a really simple, quick one. So good. Okay, I'm going to so have to play around. Oh my God, that does sound good, actually. Give it a shot. It's so good. Are you sure good. I'm the only one that went to prison here? See, I don't know. <laughs> I was just poor. Just I, was, I was just a lazy cop. I'll be honest. Trust I'm a lazy cop. 90% of the time, I'm like, I'll just eat these vegetables raw because I'm too lazy and tired at the end of the day to cook anything with them. I'm an active cook. It's the dishes for me. I cannot oh, stand doing dishes. Oh, I would yeah, love that's to cook what, more. Like, I just I don't want to deal with the dishes afterward. I'm not the only one that does that. Like I cook oh, less, so then I have less dishes to worry about. Oh my god! See, that's I just buy I just... paper plates. <laughs> like, what can I cook in the microwave? Let's do that because there's I mean, no pots getting out, dirty. Yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, I guess one <laughs> last question here that we've kind of asked every trucker: What's the lightest load you've ever hauled? The <laughs> this one again. Uh, the lightest load I ever hauled. Yes. My okay. My my entire first six months of trucking, for the most part, all I was hauling was trailers full of plastic car bumpers. I mean, you're talking full front to back, floor to ceiling, but it's about car a six, bumpers. maybe seven okay. thousand pound load. Oh wow. <laughs> Yeah, they recycle them. Actually, um, I used to pull out of automotive recycling facilities. They uh, wash it, grind it down, and then it gets used as like the coating in automotive oh. parts and stuff like that. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, and it also gets turned into plastic pallets because um, I've seen the production in all different directions. I also had to pull. Wait, the did re-grind. you say plastic pallets? Yeah, they make those. Yeah. What? You've never seen plastic? Yeah. Pallets? Sorry, we're just wood pallets here. Sorry, from the Stone oh. Age, I guess. Dang Canadians, I swear. <laughs> they're not very common because they're pretty expensive. I'm pretty sure the wood ones are much more common. But... Plus, at, like, we burn pallets at bonfires <laughs> usually, so, like, it wouldn't be very nice. <laughs> no, no, you'd get a, you'd probably get a lot of colors and black. Yeah, that's, that's, that's why, why the Canadian pallet industry is wood. Because they're like, you know what? I... Some motherfucker's going to burn this in a field. We better go with wood. <laughs> Oh, honestly, probably is. Yeah. Old, old These guys knows, like, oh, okay, climate change, guys. No single-use plastics. And you're like, but pallets aren't single-use, Trudeau. Yeah. And they're like, it is in fucking Manitoba. <laughs> exactly. Just throw them in the fire. Oh, uh, God. Um, I think that wraps up a pretty good interview. But uh, where can people find you at, Sheila? Um, you can find me on TikTok at lucidchaostrucker2.0. Um, also okay. my link for my Instagram and everything's on there as well. I was just gonna say, feel free so to come mess with me about my hating on Peter Peterbilt. Peterbilt. Just we'll, quick, we're, though, we're okay. you now. yeah, but the original's still there, right? Exactly. Mm. Uh, TikTok is frustrating, but it's it, it's just my outlet, really. Like I never even expected to have the following I do now. It just keeps me. Yeah, I'm paid the by the hour to make TikTok. I'm just the, I have fun with it. Sitting there waiting, I just make a TikTok. It's just a fun little vent thing. Who takes it seriously? 
Like who's exactly? What motherfucker is taking TikTok seriously? And be like I've seen met people it's that are like my videos people. aren't getting the views lately. I'm so upset. It's cause you suck. Your videos suck, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us how you really feel, Chase. Uh, okay, we, yeah, we better stop before Chase goes on another. Oh, rant. thank you so much. This has been fun, though, guys. 